You have just downloaded the Barbecue Central show, which airs live every Tuesday from 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The Barbecue Central show is brought to you by Sucklebusters. You can find them at sucklebusters.com. Also by the Barbecue Guru, creators of automatic pit temperature control technology. They can be found at the BBQ guru.com or call them 800-288-GURU and by the CHOPS Power Injector System the 2015 Barbecue Tool of the Year at the NBBQA find them at barbecuekansascity.com and by Butcher Barbecue from injections to rubs to sauces always trust your butcher at butcherbbq.com and by Big Papa Smokers, your one-stop online shop for everything and anything that has to do with barbecue. Their website is BigPapaSmokers.com. And by Cook Shack Pellet and Electric Grills. Visit them at PelletCooker.com or CookShack.com or call them 800-423-0698. And by the Sam's Club National Barbecue Tour. 31 cities, 500000 in cash to be won. Find out more at kcbs.us slash samstour. And by Cookin' Pellets, you can buy Cookin' Pellets at cookinpellets.com. You can also visit amazon.com to purchase as well. And by Green Mountain Grills, some of the best pellet grills on the market today. You can visit them at greenmountaingrills.com. And by iGrill. The Bluetooth grilling thermometer that allows you to monitor temperatures from 150 feet away. Use promo code CENTRAL for 15% off your purchase at iDevicesInc.com. So to get that perfect barbecue, you use wood. Are you sure it's safe? Whatever. We put the lighter fluid on, strike the match, and... Should we call the fire department? That might be a good idea. To the really big barbecue central show. This is the show that talks about all things important in the world of barbecue and grilling, broadcasting live and direct from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city of Cleveland, Ohio. It is the barbecue capital of the North Coast. I'm your program host, Greg Rempe. Happy to have you aboard here on your Thursday evening. Hey, you want to jump in on the show tonight? I'm still happy to have you. 216-220-0966. Greg at thebbqcentralshow.com. Your two bits of contact information should you see fit to join the show tonight. Anything else you want to find out about the show can be found at the main website, thebbqcentralshow.com. And here's what's happening in case you didn't get the newsletter today. We'll talk about Tuesday here in a second. Uh, coming up in about 13 minutes from now, the second... Tuesday of the month guest, creator of the most heavily trafficked barbecue and grilling forum out there on the interwebs today. We're going to be doing a lot of uh, prime rib and roast talk. Meathead Goldwyn from AmazingRibs.com joins us for not one but two, count them two segments, no less than two segments, as I say. 
And then we'll move to the second hour where the second installment of Can a Freshman Say It at 1014. Very excited about that. Your chance to win an iGrill 2, graciously donated by the great folks over at iGrill. And you can visit them at iDevicesInc.com to uh, get your own $100 worth of free stuff going to be given away tonight. And that's just through iGrill. Who knows what else we're going to be giving away aside from the uh, Suckle Buster sauce like we do each and every week here on the show. So stay tuned. You have to be listening live in order to win this evening. So that's 10-14. 10-35, the official Barbecue Central sauce and rub reviewer of the show, Scott Roberts, makes his triumphant return. Very excited to have Scott back in the fold, and uh, he's got a bunch of new rubs and sauces to talk about this evening. Plus, we'll get any hot new items that are going on in the world of fiery foods. As we all know, Scott Roberts is the expert when it comes to the fiery foods industry. So there's your lineup for tonight. Meathead Goldwyn coming up in about uh, 11 minutes from now. And then we have giveaways because this is uh, the month-long Barbecue Central Show Giveaway Month. If I can say that. And then we have Scott Roberts rounding out the show and or coming out of the bullpen, whichever you like. Let everybody know the show's on, by the way. You can see attendance way down this evening. Of course, when you have built the audience and trained the audience to come on Tuesdays, when you tell them Friday or, you know, it's going to be Thursday, typically, you know, it's not that great of a uh, rollout, which means only this... For those centralites who have dedicated themselves to the show, regardless of when it actually takes place live, your odds of getting on the air and playing Can a Freshman Say It to win that free eye grill that's worth 100 bucks has significantly gone through the roof. So get your thinking caps on like a freshman, and uh, you will have your chance to win the free eye grill too. Now, we didn't have the show Tuesday because... Uh, as you may or, or may not know, like a lot of people have been emailing me going, hey, I can't get the stream when the live show isn't on and all of this stuff. What's going on and this and that. So we've been uh, finishing the basement uh, or as I have been saying, putting in the green room and then, uh, you know, putting in this studio per se. And the carpet guy came, well, the carpet measure guy came last week, measured, of course. In the end, when the installer came with the measurement, we realized the measure guy measured wrong in the studio. So I had disassembled everything in the studio, moved it out. It was just a completely empty room. And that takes forever. Plus, I have to write down notes to make sure I know how to reattach everything properly. And I wasn't going to reset it up Tuesday and then tear it back down Tuesday night and then reset it up again the next day. I was like, you know, screw that. I'm just going to push the show to Thursday. I talked with Kevin Bevington. He said, hey, no problem. We can do that. And so that's why, we, and that's why we're here on a Thursday instead of a Tuesday. So the good news is we're like 99% done with the whole basement project. The studio is completely done. We have uh, the studio lights in there. I'm going to try and either get a periscope or some, you know, video of it. I mean, it's basically just like a... I don't know, eight, eight foot long by six foot wide cell, if you will. Can we say cell? <laughs> Sounds right. 
kind of soundproof, but it's got all the lights in here. Here's one thing I've noticed. When it's a big, wide-open basement, you don't realize it can get pretty freaking hot when it's all enclosed. I can tell you that. Holy moly. Anyway, so that's what happened on Tuesday. Now, I wanted to make this announcement for 2016 because I said I was going to do it. These are the teams that I am going to be following next year for the Barbecue Central reality show, uh, the uh, competition teams for 2016. The teams making the cut for the 20 to 25 event status for 2016 in no particular order. A guy who has been on this show a small handful of times, running out of Texas, having a stupendous competition season this year, a competition class instructor as well. Clarence Joseph, pitmaster of Mama and Papa Joe's Barbecue, will be followed next year. So we got Texas represented. Also in that category, having a tremendous KCBS season, on his way or just showed up to uh, King of the Smoker competition that will be taking place this weekend out there in La Quina, California. Pitmaster of Tim's Full Belly Deli, Tim Shoop is in. Whoa, is in. Sorry. And the 30-plus team, any guesses? I went a little outside the box, tried to go outside the norm. But this guy said he was going to be doing 30. We had a little back and forth about is he really sure he wants to share everything or not or whatever, but we agreed to agree that he would spill his guts. Pitmaster of Backdraft Barbecue, Ryan Grobe is in. So there you go. It's very exciting. Those are the teams, the three teams that I'll be following in the start of 2016. And it's really literally going to be the start. Ryan is going to be doing two competitions in January. So we'll have uh, a lot to talk about with him and all the teams on that initial interview segment. And then we're going to be getting them once or twice a month and following all along the line. And as we all know, regardless of sanctioning body, competition seasons really stretch out the calendar year. So we're going to be you know, in 24, 25 or so interviews per team during the course of a 12-month span. So looking forward to kind of seeing how everybody's competition season unfolds and where the expectations are being met and where they're falling short and who's on their way to divorce court and who's changing their flavor profiles halfway through the season, things like this. And everybody has said, hey, we're going to spill it all. So we want to do it with a really big barbecue show. And we know that some people may not be so willing to share it all, if you will. But that is not the case. Everybody was ready to do this. And uh, there you go. So I'm, I'm very excited to have not only... Uh, Tim or Tom Shoop from uh, or Tim Shoop from uh, Tim's Full Belly Deli, but Clarence Joseph from Mom and Papa Joe's Barbecue and uh, Ryan Gro- uh, Grobe from Backdraft Barbecue as well. So uh, we'll be having them in here maybe towards the, the end of the year just to do a quick interview segment on them and uh, catch up for the folks that don't know who they are. Get everybody introduced, get some framework, some groundwork laid, and, and there we go. By the way, I want to mention if you mention if you listened to the show last week. You know, how good was Sterling Ball last week carrying two segments? And trust me, this is a guy that could easily be uninvested in how the KCBS inner workings actually go down for good or bad. But there's an obvious passion, not only on the food side, which you can tell, but making sure that the sport grows and doesn't continue its current course of contraction. 
I mean, sure, there can be more contests each year, but if the amount of teams gets less and less each year, then it really doesn't matter how many competitions you have during the course of the year because guess what? Nobody's going to be cooking, and there's no freaking teams. So he's given suggestions on how to increase team growth and try to stave off teams contracting out of the course from one season to the next because that's what you need. you got to have more teams taking part in more competitions. You can't just grow the competitions. As I said just a few seconds ago, if you don't have anybody to compete in these competitions, what's the good? Nothing. All right. Let me talk to you quickly, folks, about... Big Papa Smokers anyway. That's right. The one-stop online shop for anyone interested in barbecue. The number one dealer of Mac Pellet Grills in the world. Big Papa Smokers features a wide selection of American-made grills and smokers, such as the Old Hickory Ace BP, a gateway drum smoker, even a drum kit that gives you everything you need to make a world-class smoker out of a 55-gallon drum. Big Papa Smokers has also made a name for itself. In recent years, by crafting an award-winning line of championship rubs from flavor like Sweet Money to Happy Ending, the rubs have had a hand in winning almost every major barbecue competition, like the American Royal, the Jack, King of the Smoker, that's going on this coming week, all that stuff. Don't think that they can just be pigeonholed in competitive barbecue either. No, no. They're also in BJ's Restaurant and Brewhouse, four of the nine rubs on their permanent menu, by the way. Big Papa's also banded together with fellow California-based rub company Simply Marvelous Barbecue to form what has now become known as the West Coast Offense. Defying conventional wisdom, these two California-based rub makers have cornered the market on competitive barbecue and begun to redefine the flavor profiles that competitive cooks from across the country have begun to aim for. Big Papa's website also features an online meat locker with top-quality meats from Snake River Farm shipped right to your door. From the American Kobe beef, the caribou to pork, the double R ranch meats, Big Papa's meat locker has something for every type of barbecue aficionado. They're bringing you the best flavors on the market, too. The new sauces, like Swamp Boys, a fine swine, Granny's Barbecue Sauce, just to name a few. Big Papa's also created the unique brand ambassador program called the BPS Elite Team, featuring 15 of the best competition cooks in the country working together to promote camaraderie, competition barbecue, and to benefit children's charities across the U.S. Keep in mind that Big Papa's has been able to do all of this with only five years of being in the business, soon to be six. Turning the competition barbecue world on its head, providing customers with the very best barbecue products on the market, becoming a staple of a nationwide restaurant chain, and benefiting children's charities across the U.S. It's just the beginning for Big Papa Smokers. And the website, of course, BigPapaSmokers.com. That's BigPapaSmokers.com. Point of note, the show will definitely be live from like 9.55 through that second hour, but this upcoming Meathead segment had to be pre-recorded because he's in New York City on Tuesday, and I didn't know we were going to push to Thursday. However, the information is spectacular. The entertainment value is even better than that, dare I say. So stick around for the next two segments of Meathead and me talking roasts and meat and gift ideas and all that stuff. You're listening and watching the Barbecue Central show right here on the Barbecue Central Radio Networks. Casting live from the Barbecue Central Radio Network Studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show. 
Once again, here's your host, Greg Rampey. All right, welcome back to 216-220-0966. Greg at thebbqcentralshow.com. Your bits of contact info. Should you want to get in touch with the show tonight, this portion of the Barbecue Central Show is being brought to you by Green Mountain Grills, manufacturers of some of the best pellet cookers out there on the market today. If you're looking for a big cooker at a house, a lot of food, they got one for you. Something medium-sized, they got you covered there, too. How about tailgating? We're still into that. They got you covered there, too. They can also supply you with wood pellets to fire those cookers. Check them out online at GreenMountainGrills.com. I love my Green Mountain Grill cooker. You could love yours, too, if you would just go get your Green Mountain Grill cooker. GreenMountainGrills.com. Of course, the second Tuesday of every month brings a guest that really needs no introduction. And if you need one, this theme song gives it all away. You can't hurry ribs, and that's right, you can't hurry my next guest either. That's why we spent two segments with him. It is Meathead Goldwyn, ladies and gentlemen. Meathead, how are you, buddy? I'm good. How's the rock star barbecue in the rock and roll city and... Hello, Centralites. We are rocking and rolling. All right, Meathead, I, was, I wasn't going to say anything, but obviously we're uh, doing a little pre-record thing here for uh, this Tuesday because uh, there were some logistical issues that were going to prevent us doing a live thing. And I didn't want to just can it because we have a, a lot of important Thanks. things that are going to be going on uh, before we get together next month in January. Uh, most importantly, uh, Christmas and or the holiday season, depending on whatever you celebrate. Uh, and that typically involves food and typically involves a lot of it. And one of those things that we're going to be spending a um, majority of time cooking or uh, talking about is the prime rib or the beef roast and maybe different cuts. And we'll talk about bones and preparation and making sure. Because here's the thing. Last month, we talk about turkey and People don't really eat a lot of turkey, and there is a, a certain amount of scarce, uh, scaredness, and uh, there's bigger words that I'm trying to think of. Uh, people are trepidatious. People are anxious because they don't want to screw the turkey up and have everybody talk about it because chances are you're not going to be eating turkey again for a whole year after that until they have all 12 months to remind you what a shitty job you did cooking the turkey. <laughs> We don't want to do that with prime rib because, A, we don't want to have two things to be badgered about over the course of next year. But more importantly, prime rib considerably more money than a turkey and, in my humble opinion, way more delicious than turkey. I like turkey, but I love prime rib a lot more. So uh, without any further ado, uh, let's go ahead and kind of jump into the the prime rib talk. And then uh, on the tail end, we might talk about gifts for the holiday season as well. So uh, let's go ahead and uh, take it away, Meathead. Well, thank you. Uh, you know, not everybody cooks prime rib. You know, that's cool about that's yeah. what's so cool about Thanksgiving is everybody cooks turkey. Yeah, um, and and they are trepidatious. Good word. Thank you. Uh, and uh, it's a shame we don't cook turkey more often. And I know a lot of people cook turkey for Christmas right. as well. Right. Right. Uh, I know people cook ham, but uh, beef roast is often uh, traditional, uh, unless you're. Charles Dickens, and then it's a goose. Maybe we'll talk about goose one day. Um, Probably not. No. <laughs> but a big beef roast, and uh, prime rib, of course, is the uh, uh, the Rolls Royce of the uh, beef roast. I mean, you've got chuck roast, and you've got uh, rump roast, and you've got uh, a variety of different beef roasts, and for that matter, a brisket is a beef roast, I guess. Um, 
But uh, the prime rib, uh, it comes from the rib primal, which is the, the loin muscle, uh, the same as the pork loin muscle. Uh, it's the primarily the longissimus dorsi, that big, long, tubular muscle. It starts right at the shoulder and runs all the way along the spine down to the hip and uh, includes uh, both the, uh, the, the ribeye, all the ribeye uh, rib steaks come from along that muscle, as well as the strip steaks come from along that muscle. It's all one big, long muscle. And it's so tender, it's so juicy, and so flavorful, and so expensive. It sounds like it's the best part of the, of, of the beef. Well, I think mo most real beef aficionados will say that the rib primal is the best muscle on the beef. Although, you know, we talked about the photos I sent you. This thing gave me the itches. Um, uh, why don't we jump ahead? <laughs> well, start off by showing them my well, prime rib. But let me ask you something before we get into the uh, the food porn. When yeah. you call your butcher, because I imagine if you haven't done it already, you want to yeah. do it sooner than later. So you call your butcher, and you're going to be ordering. Is there a suggested way to order, like, A, how much should you order given a family, and yeah, uh, how do you want to order it from the butcher? Yeah, that's a real good point. Um, uh, there's all... You're, if you're going to order a prime rib, um, it, it, usually the first question is you want bone in or bone out. And uh, we'll talk about bones in a little bit. But uh, seven or eight bones is the maximum size. Um, seven bone is pretty standard. And each bone is about, including the meat on both sides, about two inches wide. And uh, it's a couple of pounds. So um, I just ordered one for our family dinner. I ordered a seven bone or 14 pound, um, prime rib. Um, and, uh, I think it's, um, uh, I, you could order, um, they had available, um, top choice or prime. And that, that's an interesting point. Let's talk about the word prime. USDA prime, as your listeners probably know, is a grade of beef with a lot of marbling, uh, that lacy fat that's interior to the muscle. Um, uh, USDA choice is a little less mus uh, fatty in, in the uh, muscle area. Um, and uh, they're both really good. And this meat's going to be really tender and juicy no matter what. But they're not all prime, prime rib. It's called prime rib because it's the rib primal which is the big section, right? Uh, but it could be choice. It could even be select. Uh, but uh, we still call it prime rib. And I ordered a um, a seven bone roast for. Uh, I think I'm going to probably feed about twenty people off of that. Oofa. There's much less shrinkage than there is a say a a pork butt. Pork butt has so much fat, and you cook it for so long. You cook pork butts up to 200, 190 to two hundred and three degrees. So there's a lot of moisture loss and a lot of fat loss. And a lot of drip loss. Yep. Um, prime rib, you're going to cook to medium rare, medium at the most, 140, 145 at the very most. I shoot for 130, which is medium rare. Um, so there's very little uh, evaporation of moisture loss. So you, you won't lose a lot, maybe 15% by, uh, when you're cooking. But there's a lot of fat to be trimmed. Is, is So... 
Is there a formula that a family should follow if you have two kids or four or, or two people or four people or ten people? Is there like a an average amount that somebody that you should be uh, factoring that the general human should be eating? Is it like a pound each or a pound and a yeah. half each or something like this? So you can kind of you know shoot for the right amount and and not leave anybody oh depressed that they didn't get their fill of beef. Well, I, I think the, 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 the rule of thumb always is cook more than you're going to need, yeah. and if there's leftovers, it's not going to go to waste. It's all good. Um, there is shrinkage. I mean, on a pork butt, for example, it can be up to 30%. On this, 10 15% at the most, uh, but there's a lot of trim, and it depends on how your butcher trims it. We'll talk about trimming. There's an awful lot of surface fat on a prime rib, and, you know, the marbling in, in the muscle is desirable, but surface fat and your readers probably or your listeners i should say probably know this but meat is about 75 percent water fat is oil oil and water don't mix that surface fat is not going to penetrate the meat it just can't get in plus the meat itself is like a sponge it's fully saturated already it's loaded with water it's not going to absorb even any water. Um, It's it's full of all the liquid it can handle. So if you leave the fat cap on, it will melt a big percentage of it, but not all of it. And what happens is when you serve it, there are going to be these big, huge hunks of fat that people are going to cut off, and your rub and all your seasoning, which is on that fat, will get lost. Can you show my picture of food porn? Yeah. There it is. I mean, that is Victory. one gorgeous. Oh, so good. That is one gorgeous prime rib. And there are a lot of things to talk about here. First of all, you don't see that big fat cap. Yep. What you do see is crust. And that's the best. Everybody loves the crust. It's got all the herb rub. I have a, a rub that I recommend for this. Uh, that's on. Obviously, the recipe is on my website. There's a little video about how to do this. But um, lots of crust. The crust is, is so flavorful. It's dark, it's salty, it's seasoned, it's, it's herbal, and it's crunchy. The other thing that's important to notice about this is that the interior is all the same doneness from edge to edge. Yep. And that's really hard to do unless you know what you're doing. Um, typically, there's an inch or so uh, margin just under the crust that's overcooked, that's gray. And, and, and there's a way to beat that, and, we, uh, and that's by reverse sear. Low and slow to start. Cook it at a low temp, like 225. If you want to put a little smoke on it, that's fine. And that gets the center even color, edge to edge. And then you hit it on the high heat at the end just to finish that crust, build that crust, sizzle it in. And that's how you get that gorgeous even color. What, so um, what do you suggest starting it when you're cooking at it in the reverse sear? Is it 200 degrees, uh, 225, something like that? All, all barbecue cooks can hit 225. They know how to do that. I mean, I, in, in my world, I tell people on my website and in my book, uh, which won't be out till May, by the way, uh, but it's done finally. So you say. Um, so you say. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Cooks need to hit 225 and 325 in the indirect zone. And if you can master those two temperatures in hot weather and cold weather, you've got the two temperatures you really ever need. Then on the hot side, um, if you can get uh, warp 10 balls to the wall, that's all you need. 
All right. Uh, so now that we know how to reverse sear, or that is going to be the best way in order to get, as you say, bumper to bumper color from top to bottom yeah. and, uh, and left to right. Um, seasoning wise, uh, once you, well, uh, talk about uh, bone in, bone in or bone out or yeah. no bones or Frenching or, you know, whatever. And we're not talking about kissing, by the way. We're talking about <laughs> cutting the meat for crying out loud. Right, go ahead. All right, now you notice, again, show that same picture if you would. Okay. Um, notice that it's perfectly round. Um, when you get it with the bones in, the bone occupies more than one-third of the surface area. And so that's one-third of the surface area that you cannot get brown because the bone is in the way. Now, bone does not have flavor. Bone is calcium. Now, the idea that bone adds flavor came from people who cooked in pots. When you do a stew, when you do a, um, uh, a crock pot, the bone soaks in liquid and the marrow gets pulled out and it's full of flavor. But when you're dry heat cooking over a grill or in an oven, the marrow can't get through. It adds no flavor. There is no I have arguments with readers on Facebook all the time. Oh, it makes a difference. It doesn't. It doesn't add flavor. And in fact, what can happen is the bone is an insulator at first. It's cold. And because the center is kind of honeycomb, um, it actually prevents heat from penetrating the bone. So the meat along the bone You've heard the song, it's sweeter by the bone. Yeah, uh, right. the sweeter the, Closer to the bone, the sweeter is the meat. Right. Well, it's not sweeter, it's rarer. So if you're cooking oh. a medium rare, say 130 in the dead center, yep. it may only be 120 along the bone. That's pretty darn raw. Um, and what I want is I want that interior all the same temp, and I want it all perfectly medium rare. Not, I don't want any raw. I don't want any overcooked. Um, on the very ends of the uh, the, the uh, roast, it, it will be a little bit more cooked because of heat penetration on the very ends. But that's going to be gorgeous crust all the way around. So I take the bones off, and I have another meal. I take the I mean, beef back back ribs are a gorgeous meal. Um, there's a lot of meat between those bones. So I just put that in the fridge, and uh, later that week, I just smoked that. It should be pointed out or assumed, maybe don't assume, ask, that when you call the butcher, you can have them. Because the good one is going to ask you, well, do you want me to take the bones off and tie them back on, or do you just want me to get right. rid of them? Uh, so you just want to tell them to take the bone off and keep everything else, uh, or do you assume they're just not going to charge you? Because that's also adding weight, right? Right, and, and, and a lot of times you end up paying for the bone at pretty close to the same price as you would for the meat. Paying for the bone and getting the bone all at the same time. <laughs> yeah, oh, my exactly. God. It's like a butcher's secret that we've just let out here on the show tonight. So get rid of the bone is what you're saying. You can have them cut it off for you. I just cut it off myself if yeah. it comes with the – it's not hard to do. You just slide – and and if you do it yourself, you can choose to leave a little more meat on the bone if you want. So when you roast those ribs for a second meal later in the week, you have a little more meat on the bone. Back, it, it, beef back ribs, most of the meat is between the bones. Um, but if you want to leave a little on the top, you can, but that's coming off of your roast. Yeah, right. Now, there's this illustration I show, sent you that uh, shows a round and an oblong roast. Uh, can we pull that up? 
it's there you go. Um, the top picture shows the natural shape of the prime rib. On the bottom is where the bones would be. So if you just cut them off, you end up with an oblong shape. And you can see when the heat attacks it from all sides, at the pointy ends, it's going to overcook them a little bit. So what I recommend you do is that you shape that meat into a round tube. Um, like I did in the picture. Oh, are you going to do what I think you're going to do? Oh, no, you're bringing me up. Uh, but in the first picture, you can see that that, por that porn, um, the, the meat was perfectly tubular. There you go. Uh, and <laughs> you're good, Greg. Oh, yeah, I'm good. So now, now the heat is entering it at the same speed from all sides. So you're not getting overcooked. So you remove the bones, and then you take the oblong shape and smoosh it together. Now, there's one more trick. If you could make the porn picture even bigger. Uh-huh. Hold on. Great. Notice in the top left, there's this layer of fat. And to the left of it is actually a separate muscle. Yeah, I see it. You have, you're looking at two muscles here um, at around running from, say, 1 o'clock to 9 o'clock in the top left is the spinalis dorsi. And then running from 1 o'clock all the way back around on the lower right side uh, is the uh, longissimus. Now, there's a, a, pi a picture of two pieces of raw beef. Sorry. <laughs> Could you pull that up? Uh, yeah, I was just going to say, it's uh, you were talking about right there. Yeah. That, yeah. Oh, and, God, this is fantastic. Yeah. And then the other one, <laughs> yeah. So, but you were talking about this one right here. Oh, that's, ooh, by the way. that's it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, you're what, good. You're what's good. the other one we're looking for? I'm sorry, I got lost. The uh, the the two pieces of raw meat. All right. There we go. I got get rid of all those other stuff if you can. All right. There we go. Get rid of me. Oh, meathead. There we go. <laughs> there we go. All right. So this is two um, beef roast, uh, two prime ribs. On the one on the left, you can see that rib cap or the spinalis, it's called. And then the eye of the ribeye, they're two separate muscles. Um, and what I will often do, depending on how many people you got to feed, is I'll often peel that rib cap off. And you can just peel it with your fingers. It comes right off because there's a layer of fat separating the eye and the rib cap. And that rib cap, when you peel it off, it's like a big salmon fillet. It's fat on this end. On the, na on the, on the other end, it's a little thinner and more narrow. And um, that is, I think, the absolute single best muscle on the animal. It's really heavily marbled. And it, if you've eaten a ribeye steak, you know it's almost always overcooked because yep. it's out there on the edges and stuff on the edges overcooks because that's where the heat attacks the most. But it's still always juicy. It, it's like Wagyu beef. It's just incredibly heavily marbled. It's like um, the, the, the point on the brisket. It's so heavily marbled. Um, and if you peel it off, you can grill it hot and fast. Now, it's rarely more than an inch and a half thick on one end, and it gets pretty narrow. You can even roll it into a tube, but it, it just is fantastic all by itself. So sometimes if I'm only feeding a small crowd, I'll buy the whole prime rib, peel off that rib cap, set that aside for a meal, peel off the bone, set that aside for a meal, and roast just the eye of the ribeye. Wow, 
Sorry. <laughs> and just rose the eye of the ribeye, which is fantastic. All right, we're talking with Meathead Goldwyn from AmazingRibs.com. Uh, we're talking all things uh, beef roast and prime rib and all this other stuff. Uh, we'll uh, hold you over for one more segment here, Meathead. Let me get this in, and then we'll uh, finish up the beef roast talk and get into uh, perhaps some gift-giving ideas as well, as recommended by AmazingRibs.com, which is Meathead's website, by the way. Uh, let me talk to you quickly about the good folks over at the Barbecue Guru, the longest-running sponsor of the show, located in Warminster, Pennsylvania. If you've been thinking about automatic pit temperature control devices for your cooker, stop here. This is the company that started it all. They are the creators of this technology. Why are you going to buy from anybody else? I don't know. Ridiculous. If you're not familiar with how these little beauties work, I'm not going to get it into the minutiae today, tonight, this evening, whatever. But imagine a product that allows you to set your pit temperature in one set, keeps it running all the way through the cook at that temperature. Sounds too good to be true? It's not. It's real life. You can take advantage of this technology today because maybe you're a busy working professional like me in Meathead, or perhaps you're constantly on the run with kids, you're doing errands. Quite frankly, you just don't have the time to set around and tend those pit temperatures. The Guru allows you to throw on a pork butt, a brisket, a couple slabs of ribs, or all of that, and you're off to do whatever it is you need to get done. The Guru maintains that pit temperature you set it at. It's currently a number of different models to choose from. Two of the most popular for the tech geeks and for the people that have uh, large amounts of disposable income, the CyberQ Wi-Fi, it controls up to two pits. You can get internal temperature readings. You can control your whole pit from your smart device if you want to make adjustments from the bedroom, from the living room, from Texas, and you live in San Bernardino, California. Thoughts and prayers out to them, by the way. Uh, then you can go ahead and make all of those adjustments right there on your smart device. If you're in the market for a cooker, look at the Onyx Oven. It's been winning on the competition circuit as well for years and years. Just ask Barbecue Bob Trudnack from the Barbecue Guru. This thing holds a ton of meat. It accommodates the half and full pans for food service. Works seamlessly with the Guru pit temperature control devices. Do yourself a favor, please. Head on over to the website, thebbqguru.com, and check out their products. If you have any questions about what to order, don't guess. Call them directly, 800-288-GURU. That's 800-288-GURU. They will make sure you're outfitted with exactly what you need to get you up and running right out of the box. Again, 800-288-GURU or the website, thebbqguru.com. The Barbecue Guru continues to be a breakthrough in barbecue technology. Uh, we're back with Meathead Goldwyn right here on the Barbecue Central Trail. Stick around. We'll be right back. Get in the smoke. Call 877-448-0433 to get on the air. Now, here's your host, Greg Rampey. All right, welcome back. This portion of the Barbecue Central Show is being brought to you by CookingPellets.com, your number one source for quality wood pellets for all of your pellet-driven cookers. Meathead will attest. It doesn't void any warranties either, so stop it. Visit CookingPellets.com to order. You can also order from Amazon.com, but CookingPellets.com, the main place to go. And if you have any questions, you can visit them there as well. The good folks over at CookingPellets.com. All right, Meathead, uh, so we continue with the roast talk here uh, this evening, uh, today, whatever whatever time we're trying to make people believe we're at. But uh, it, nevertheless, uh, what do we need uh, in, in the final stages to make sure that the roast is a winner? Yeah, well, a couple other things. Um First of all, if you're doing it on your grill or your smoker, you have no issues with getting it cooked properly on all sides because you're sitting on a grate and there's hot air revolving all around. But a lot of people cook it indoors or even outdoors, they'll put it in a roasting pan. 
And I sent you an illustration, if you can pull that up, of three different looks of the roasting pans. And this holds for turkeys, beef roasts, or everything. The, the, there you go. Roasting pans can do more harm than good. Uh, on the left, you can see a roast sitting on that V-rack down into the pan. And often you put water down there so that yeah. the drippings don't burn I'm and capture the drippings. I do it. And I'm if you do that, you can make a great gravy that way. But what happens is the water, if you're cooking, say, at 225 or even 325, that water rarely gets up to boiling. It never gets up to boiling. And at 325, that water is 175 degrees Fahrenheit. Um, and put, put the illustration back up. Um, and the, you can see the heat is attacking it from above, but it can't get in because of the sides of the roasting pan. Yep. So you have the underside is undercooked. The upper side is overcooked. Now, if you move the, rib, the roast up and put it on a rack on top of the roasting pan, now you can get a little more heat down under it, but still you're getting cooled off by what's in that pan. Cool, cold air, and <laughs> there you go. This is so cool, Greg. And then finally on the far right, we have uh, a roast that's about two or three inches above. So if you're going to be doing this on your grill, you put your roasting pan under the grill grate so that drippings will go down into the pan and be captured there. And something that's a lot of fun is you can put um, uh, water, maybe a little apple juice, some chopped onion, some celery, um, uh, some uh, chicken stock or beef stock. Um, and you essentially can make a wonderful smoked gravy stock or beef stock from the drippings down under there. But get the roast way above the uh, the pan so it cooks evenly all the way around. Or you don't have to do the pan, just put it right on your grill grates and cook that way. The other thing is that people often ask about is cooking time. And uh, Greg, I sent you one more illustration that shows um, different uh, roast lengths um, and uh, uh, how they cook. There we go. Um, maybe a little hard to see because the screen is small, but what we have is is a beef roast that's about 10 inches long on the top, and that's your pretty much, that's about uh, like a six or seven bone length, an eight inch long one, a five inch long one, and a four inch long one. Now they're all the same thickness, four inches. So they're all gonna take the same time to cook. Mm. So when people say, uh, 30 minutes per pound or whatever the cookbooks say. Yeah. That, that's terribly misleading. Oh. It's the thickness of the meat that determines the cooking time, not the weight. Because the weight can be huge on a 10-incher. On a 5-incher, it's half the weight. But the cooking time is the same because the diameter of the meat is the same. Now, down the bottom illustration, if it's only 3 inches long and 4 inches tall, then the heat the, the the diameter is the length so the shortest diameter the shortest distance is what determines the cooking time wow. so the top three pieces will all cook at the same rate all be done at the same time the bottom one because it's only three inches long and four inches tall will take a little less time Makes sense? Yeah, uh, and I got to say, forever, uh, people have been miscooking food, which is probably why, if people didn't know about this, but they're using a very accurate uh, internal meat thermometer, they're not overcooking because at least they have that thing to uh, 
circumvent them from fucking everything up because that's crazy. That's a huge deal. And yes. that's almost as like a, the meat is sweeter by the bone. It's, you know, so many minutes per pound, which is how I've cooked forever. Yeah, no, it, and, and it's why thermometers are absolutely the most important tool in the cook's toolkit. Um, if you have a leave-in thermometer, you're ahead of the game. But just an instant read, like a Thermapen or their, their, their less expensive model, the Thermapop, are great. All right, uh, Meathead, anything else uh, with roast stuff, or can we move on to gifts? Because I love to get Yeah, I stuff. think we actually... Kind of started to segue into the gifts there with the Thermapen and the Thermapop. Yeah. All right. Amazon or Amazon. Amazingribs.com is not only a resource for how to cook and great videos with, uh, dare I say, super hot chicks now. Yes, sir. Oh, I'm not uh, talking about you, but there's a hot chick on your videos, Meathead. Um, yeah. By the way, I do have a video of this roast process. It's yes. uh, about five, six minutes long. Just kind of summarizes it up. And then there's a, uh, a, a web page devoted just to beef roast that gets in all the nitty gritty that we kind of covered. And those illustrations come from there. All right. Uh, so you also have a guy that is, you know, constantly testing stuff and product reviews mm -hmm. and all this. So is there a derived list that AmazingRibs.com has put out for gifts during the holiday season? We did indeed. Right. Um, uh, we have our uh, gold medal barbecue gifts, and if you go to any page on AmazingRibs.com, in the upper right-hand corner, there's a, uh, a, a link to the list. And we just tried to assemble. We, we give these gold, silver, bronze medals to products that we test and review. Um, Max Good, who works for us full-time, does nothing but test grills and smokers, and he and I both test equipment. And uh, so we took some of our favorites and put together a list of some of our favorites that might make good gifts, uh, the kind of thing that you might want to print out or email to a uh, uh, spouse or family member who's shopping for you. But there's some cool, fun stuff there. Uh, there's, a, there's a new pro well, – well, let's start off. I just noticed uh, – I reminded myself, uh, two of uh, your sponsors are on there, the uh, Barbecue Guru. We have the Party Q on there. Yep. Um, $125 or something like that. $149. You're absolutely uh, right. $149. I'm sorry. Plug and play on uh, Weber Smoky Mountain, Weber Kettle. Sorry, um, the cookers. Great little tool for helping you regulate charcoal um, temperatures. And uh, the Green Mountain uh, Davy Crockett, the uh, portable, the small small portable pellet smoker yep. tailgater. It's really amazing. It's a real pellet smoker that goes with you. And uh, the, we were we were delighted and, with. And it. the capacity is good too. I think it's important to point out that sometimes yeah. uh, you know tailgating or uh, portable grills. Uh, get a fair a stigma attached to them, which is too small to really feed anybody. The this particular pellet grill does have a, a decent capacity. Yeah. A uh, couple other things. Uh, there's a new product on the market that I fell in love with called the Chargon. It's a, um, a grill scraper, um, and uh, it's just a, a little um, fork that goes down your grill grates, but it also can get under them, and it's a real nice heavy stainless steel um, with a good, good wooden handle. Um, and they just, just came out this year, and uh, it's become my favorite grill scraper. Is it? Because... I have one. You got one? Yeah. Yeah. The one thing that I really like is you can get under the grates because that's where the grease builds up. And yeah. then you start to burn grease, and that grease gets up on your steak or your roast. And uh, burning grease, the smoke from grease is not as good as the smoke from wood. Um, Here's my thing on that. Um, I think 
and I, I don't know how to remedy this, but I think the idea is good and the build is good and the material is good, all that stuff. But it's only one. I mean, if you got a decent sized grill, and I want to be, you know, lazy American, I know, whatever. But I mean, forget it. So I can take a broiler brush and clean my grill grates, uh, whether they are the the grill grates or just regular grill grates, in like five seconds. With the chargon, mm-hmm. I'm in there ten minutes, fifteen minutes, depending on how big my grill is. If I'm going to get under everything and rotate the. I mean, can't they make something where you got four or five? But then you're—I mean, the the grid width, the, the the grid widths are probably different. So I think the idea is good, but I don't know if I'm going to really overly recommend um, the Chargon, even though I, I like the the concept per se. Hmm. Yeah, your point well taken. You got to do thirty wires uh, yeah. one at a time. Right. Um, I still use a wire brush across the top most of the time flip it for the bottom, but there's still carbon buildup and grease buildup that I every now and then like that, that chargon on. And, uh, uh, I, I think, I think it's a nifty little tool. Um, we mentioned thermometers. I mean, there's just no better, uh, thermometers for instant read than the, uh, Thermapen. They've got a new model MK4. Uh, they dropped the price on the old, um, Thermapen. It's down around 79 bucks now. Um, they're still selling those. They're great. Um, I, you know, Maverick makes those leave-in thermometers, uh, and they've come out with several models, but the old ET732, which is like five years old now, is still my favorite. It's, um, uh, the Bluetooth remotes have not thrilled me. I have real difficulty making the pairing connection and keeping it live. I uh, still like the Maverick ET732. Um, nice, nice thermometer set. Um, there's a, a product on the market called the Slow and Sear, which was invented by one of our moderators that slips into a Weber kettle. And it holds the charcoal all off to one side, and then it's got a water trough in front of it. Um, so it builds a water barrier so you can really set up a great two-zone system on a Weber kettle, and uh, it, it really is good at holding temperatures rock solid. I think it's about 80 bucks. Uh, if you've got a Weber kettle and you don't have a smoker and you've always wanted to smoke, the Slow and Sear is a really neat option. Um, oh, look, he just went to the website. This is it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Um, it, there, there it is. Here it is. That's what it looks like. So your charcoal goes on the right-hand side. The water goes in the trough. The whole thing sits inside your Weber kettle and uh, occupies a little less than half the uh, interior. Um, but on the left hand, I did my turkey on it this year. Um, and you can really regulate the temperature well. Um, you use a version of the uh, Minion method. You pour um, cold coals on one side and hot coals on the other. So the, the heat, the, the burn moves from one side to the other rather than top to bottom. Although you could do it top to bottom. It works a little better when you go side to side. But it's a great way um, to uh, uh, turn a Weber kettle into a smoker. All right. Uh, anything else? Um, there's a couple of lid hinges on the market. Yeah. Uh, if you're a kettle or a Weber Smoky Mountain, stainless steel lid hinges that I really like, um, uh, especially on the Smoky Mountain. And the one I've got has a pin that you can pull, so you still can lift the hinge off, put it back, and you can put the cotter pin back in there. 
What else? I'm looking down my list here. It, you know, 10 years ago, if you found a cook who used a thermometer, it was a rarity. Yeah. Now everybody uses thermometers. Right. The next frontier is food scales. We've got to get everybody to move and to food scale, start weighing um, flour and salt and sugar and, and, and wood, how much wood you use. All right. um, so there's some really good food scales out there. Um, and a pep, I've got an adjustable pepper mill by Kyocera that makes big fat grinds or little thin grinds if yeah. you want. I love those. What else? Let's oh, do this. And I got to oh, go I got to give one more plug. Yeah. Kenji at Lopez Alt's new cookbook. Um, it's called The Food Lab. Just came out about a month or two ago. It's a thousand pages, two hundred recipes. It's uh, that wonderful blend of food science and recipes. It's absolutely brilliant. Kenji's an MIT grad. He used to work at um, uh, uh, Cooks Illustrated. Um, he now works for Serious Eats. It's the single best cookbook on my shelf today. Really? Yeah. All right. A thousand photographs, a thousand pages, really tremendous. I'm giving... I'm giving one to all my staff and people for Christmas. It's that good. Merry Christmas and happy holidays. Uh, Meathead Goldwyn joining us here on the show. You can find him at AmazingRibs.com. Meathead, you've said it all. We've talked about uh, the beef roasting and the prime ribs and gifts for the holiday season, all that good stuff. Always appreciate the time, and uh, happy holidays if I don't talk to you before then. Happy holidays, Centralites. All right, take care. There is Meathead Goldwyn, everybody. Wow, doing a absolutely bang-up job, as always, is Meathead Goldwyn. Again, the website, AmazingRibs.com. If you are interested in checking him out, uh, let me talk to you quickly about Butcher's Barbecue. No easier or better way to better up the barbecue than by heading over to the website, ButcherBBQ.com. Of course, we all know Dave is well-known for the injections, the pork injection, the beef injection. The Prime Injection, which is combined with all of the things love from their beef injection, using its award-winning flavor enhancer and its ability to keep your brisket juicy, they have combined it with what has become the competition standard in beef flavor. Available for sale right now at ButcherBBQ.com. If you're looking for the go-to rubs and sauces, you've hit the mother load here as well. Butcher's Barbecue, a full line of award-winning rubs. Of course, one of my favorites that I always say each and every week is the honey rub. They do have a steak and brisket rub as well. Go ahead and grab some. You're going to be happy that you did. Try the premium rub, especially if you inject with butchers because it's formulated to work with the injection. A perfect one-two punch to impress judges and friends alike. Last but not least, the sweet barbecue sauce. Look, when it comes to sauce, I'm as picky as it gets. I think we can all agree with that. But butchers' sweet barbecue sauce wins in every category for me. Not overly sweet, a nice slice of tang, just the right amount of back-end heat. For crying out loud, no liquid smoke. Dave took the time and effort to make a quality sauce and didn't take the easy way out like most do when they add that liquid smoke. Grab a box of six. It's going to go quick, trust me. I live in a house full of girls, and they eat it like uh, water, for crying out loud. They eat it like water. I just said that. Don't worry about breaking the bank when it comes to shipping either. It's all reasonable, as I say each and every week. Get $201 worth of stuff. And then it ships for free because anything over 200 bucks ships for free at ButcherBBQ.com. Don't forget, they got the trade-in link as well. If you've tried another competition or commercially made injection and you don't like it, in the past you've had to throw it out. It's a big waste of money. Go to the website now, ButcherBBQ.com, hit the trade-in link, print out the page, send what you have, 
from the other guy back to Dave. He'll weigh it and in return send you the same weight back of his products. He's going to make you happy. He makes his customers happy. He makes his competition customers happy. It's a win-win-win plus. A little bit later on in the show, we'll be giving away this product that I've been talking about for months, grilling oil. Hey-o, grab the grilling oil, the butter, the steakhouse, the chipotle flavor. Shelf stable, keep it out there right on your shelf. You can use it each and every day, whether it's on the grill or in the kitchen. Doesn't matter, or a combination of both. It's all great stuff. Head on over to butcherbbq.com. That's butcherbbq.com. Always trust your butcher. All right, we are back to wrap up the first hour live right after this. You are listening and watching the Barbecue Central show right here on the Barbecue Central radio network. Stick around. We'll be right back. Big name interviews, advice on cooking brisket and ribs, and the only host willing to share his honest opinion on all things important in the world of barbecue. It's the Barbecue Central Show. All right, welcome back. 216-220-0966. Greg at the BBQCentralShow.com. Thanks again to Meathead Goldwyn for the beef talk and the gift recommendations, by the way. AmazingRibs.com is his website. Again, AmazingRibs.com. It is the most heavily trafficked barbecue and grilling website on the face of the Internet, my friends. Just by a quick show of the uh, 10 or so people in the chat room tonight, who's a member of the Pitmasters Club? Has anybody shelled out the $25 a year for the extra special good stuff that Meathead offers in his... AmazingRibs.com internet landscape or real estate, if you will. I'm interested. I'm a member myself. I think it's uh, a pretty good ROI. It's a good return. It's good QPR, as I like to say on the show. Good QPR. I'm looking for time. So here's what's uh, here's what's happening. Tuesday we missed because we had some construction issues. If you're just joining the show. I did pre-record the last two segments with Meathead because he was actually not available Tuesday because he was going to be in New York City. But I wanted to get the beef roast talk on because I know there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be doing that the next couple weeks. I know a lot of people have turkey for Christmas. A lot of people do uh, ham for Christmas. But a lot of people do roasts and prime ribs and things of this nature as well. And really, in the dollar-for-dollar sense... A turkey and a ham, way less expensive unless you go crazy caribou to pork type ham, which after tasting one, who would do anything else? However, if you're just going regular ham or regular turkey, you can't possibly compare the price between what a prime rib is going to cost you at 14 pounds versus what a 14-pound turkey or a 14-pound ham are going to be, right? So we want to make sure we're cooking that properly or at least give you the best opportunity and the most information to give you as successful as an outcome as possible. That's one of the goals here on the show. How can we get you guys successful when we're cooking? Oh, this thing is going to just annoy the crap out of me. I know it. All right, we have a whole second hour that's coming up. 
Can you believe it? Uh, leading the hour is going to be second takes. And then if you want a chance to win the iGrill 2, the 1014 segment is going to be can a freshman say it? And we'll go, we'll get a winner as long as the segment allows. If we cannot get a winner through can a freshman say it segment, then we'll go social media or something along those lines in order to give it away. And then we have another week yet one additional week to give away the third Thermapen or the third Thermapen. Sorry. Uh, special. That was an extra shout out for Thermapen. They're not a sponsor of the show, by the way. They should be. The third iGrill 2. We shipped one out last week. We're going to be shipping one out this week after we get the winner and then next week as well. And then we have Butcher Barbecue giveaways. We have Chops Power Injector giveaways. Does it get any better than that? Absolutely not. By the way, for the Chops Power Injector system right now, if you want to get one, if you're just going to order one for somebody, email Dan and tell him you heard about free shipping on the Barbecue Central show. You get free shipping on your order. We're still going to give one away at some point, but if you want to get one now or you don't want to risk not winning the competition or you want to give one as a gift, email Dan Uladal at barbecuekansascity.com and mention free shipping per the show. He has uh, gave the blessing to this, so it's going to save you some money right there. I'm all about saving money. I'm all about saving Centralite's money because I know that Centralites are all about saving money when they can as well. All right. Lots of things to get to in the second hour. We're going to reload. You're listening and watching the Barbecue Central show right here on the Barbecue Central Networks. Again, if you missed Meathead, you can get them on the podcast tomorrow through iTunes, through YouTube, through Outdoor Cooking Channel. We'll be right back. Stick around. This is Rennie Kanoff with ChampionshipBBQ.tv, and you're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Happy to have you aboard here for the really big barbecue show. Boing. We cook because we have to, and we grill because we want to. Hit me. Fine, how's it going? You have a great show, I'm a big fan. So what 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 seems to be the problem here? This man looks like he's dead and he's in the in the crackle. Charbono! It's all about the Charbono, dude! Succulent fish! What? He ate two feet for wiener. Oh listen, Liberty, it's a shit face. I'm shaking like a dog shit peach seed. <laughs> we have top men working on it right now. Just like that, we are into the second hour. My friends, you have found the Barbecue Central Show. Don't panic when I do this. You have found the Barbecue Central Show, which is the show that talks about all things important to the world of barbecue and grilling. I'm your program host, Greg Rampey. Happy to have you aboard here on a Thursday, not a Tuesday, but a Thursday. 
216-220-0966 is the phone number, Greg, at thebbqcentralshow.com, your email address. Should you see fit, if you want to find out about anything else on the show, replays, how to become a sponsor, things of this nature, you can find it all at the main website, thebbqcentralshow.com. So there you go. Still to come on the show tonight, your chance to win an iGrill 2, graciously donated by the folks at iGrill. The website, the letter I, Devices, Inc., I-N-C, iDevicesInc.com. If you want to check it out, decide if you want to play the game. The game that we're going to be playing next segment is called Can a Freshman Say It? If you missed the show last week, I have uh, sat down with a high school freshman, produced words in the written form in front of them, her, and uh, they read and say. And then I, so basically it'll be a game show where we say, hey, uh, the word is X. Do you think this freshman in high school can say it correctly or not? And if you can get three out of five, you win the iGrill too. It's just that easy. That's going to be next segment. At 10.35, we will have Scott Roberts coming on the show. We actually have a uh, barbecue round, a weekly barbecue roundup as well. So let me uh, get my Spotify going. So I have the proper work and yeoman-type music ready to go. Make sure that we're properly giving homage to the uh, the folks that are winning. I think the color of my... There we go. We're almost there. That's amazing. When I put my hand up there, it totally, like, whitewashed me. Why would it do that? Well, who knows? Who knows anything? 216-220-0966. Greg at thebbqcentralshow.com are your bits of contact information. And I'm just looking for my uh, podcast music. Here it comes. And here we go. Turn it up a little bit. Yeah, that's funky. Like it. Funk a dunk. Let me get my background going here for the weekly barbecue roundup. We got uh, you know, Steve and Tim in the background there. I mean, Steve is uh, you know, Steve is always see Steve in the background sleeping. Steve is always, always sleeping. I mean, come on, Steve. Anyway, this portion of the weekly barbecue roundup covering the weekend of December 4th, also known as this past week, huh? In the KCBS, the Calhoun KOA is smoking up the campground, a GBC qualifier in Calhoun, Georgia. Winning that one, Shake and Bake Barbecue with a 693.0. There was also the Christmas on the River State Championship in Demopolis, Alabama. Winning that one, the University of Q with a 684.4. Moving on to Texas, IBCA, or the International Barbecue Cookers Association, depending on what you prefer. The second Chupacabra Throwdown Barbecue in Beeville, Texas. Winning that one, Team Extreme. Cops for Tots 
competition in Raymondville, Texas, winning that one. S&S Pit Crew. Shout out to uh, Robert Sierra. First annual Christmas in Charlotte cook-off in Charlotte, Texas. Winning that one, not so bad, Cookers. That's I like that team, man. Not so bad. By the way, for those keeping score, not so bad, Cookers wins in chicken, ribs, and brisket. So, you know, they were going to win the whole thing, right? Uh, then there was the Jason Pelton's fifth Cowboy Roundup in Huntsville, Texas. Winning that one, Lazy Honey Badgers. Nothing took place in the Texas Gulf Coast Cookers Association this past weekend, but there was one in the Lone Star Barbecue Society. That was the Thin Blue Line Barbecue Competition in Carrizo Springs, Texas, winning that one, Bite My Butt Barbecue. Props to Bite My Butt. Bite My Butt. That's right. Uh, That's your weekly barbecue roundup, by the way. that's podcast safe music so youtube decides not to you know shut me down just cancel that god so stupid i mean i get you know the rules and the regulations about music and how it's other people's intellectual property but forget it you say it sweet brown when you say it you say it right I don't know if you guys visit the uh, website grillingwithrich.com, but uh, he has, uh, again, put up the Barbecue Person of the Year. But it's, it's a contest, I think. His barbecue, competi- his barbecue Person of the Year, is so he goes and like picks names. Uh, there's really no, well, hold on. The barbecue, straight from Rich's website, the Barbecue Person of the Year contest hosted by Grilling with Rich is an annual award and is the only barbecue award where the members of the barbecue community select a pitmaster, sauce maker, and restaurateur who had a positive impact in the barbecue community during the past year. In its first year, Barbecue Person of the Year had over 3,000 votes for the winner. In addition to the nominating, selecting individuals, Barbecue Person of the Year gives an automatic bid to the grand champions of the biggest barbecue competitions of the season, including Memphis of May, American Royal, Jack Daniels, Sam's Club, and the Kingsford Invitation. Basically known as uh, giving it as little effort as possible. So, up for nomination this year, Brooke Orson from The Shed, Brooke Orson Lewis, Tuffy Stone from Cool Smoke, Heath Riles, Victory Lane Barbecue, Heath Hall, Pork Barrel Barbecue, and uh, Daniel Bennett, better known as Diva Q, who you've seen on this show a number of times. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Who needs another popularity contest for Barbecue Person of the Year? If Barbecue Person of the Year in title signifies prestige and honor, in other words, that are synonymous, whatever, whatever the hell I just said. So putting up five or six people that are then fished out for the general public to vote on. I mean, look, I'm no genius here, but Heath Hall has the biggest social network of any barbecue person that was on this list. Bigger than Danielle DeMoff, or I'm sorry, bigger than uh, Danielle Bennett, bigger than Heath Riles. 
bigger than Tuffy Stone, bigger than Brooke Orison, Lewis. So, is he really barbecue person of the year? If it's a popularity contest. So since I've always said that part of it, let me also say this part of it, which I see uh, say every year. For instance, Heath Hall, two years ago, put together top 25 or top 10 people in barbecue for whatever year it was. But he made the call. He ranked, and he gave his take on why this person ranked there and then opened himself up to the criticism uh, that people do when they decide to hang themselves out on a tree limb, which is not what is happening on Grilling with Rich. He is putting up five people and then fishing them out for popularity. It's bizarre at best. It's ridiculous, to be honest, because the person with the most votes gets it. I mean, make the call on your own. Tell us who you think is the barbecue person of the year. Or take your five and then rank them, five, four, three, two, one, and here's why. And then let people weigh in on that. I mean, come on. Have the stones to make the call. Don't fish them out for popularity. I mean, who cares? It's, uh, it's, it's the most ridiculous award each and every year. And, uh, Jason, why am I even checking out uh, Grilling with Rich? Because it shows up in, like, my social feeds and uh, Google Alert. So, I mean, you know, the SEO is there. I mean, I can't fault him for that. He's getting recognized by Google, and it's showing up in my barbecue alert feed. But that competition is weak-ass. You know what's not weak-ass? Suckle Busters! That's right. Repping tonight. Repping the shirt tonight. Suckle Busters is award-winning barbecue rubs, barbecue sauces, chili kits, and Texas gunpowder. Preferred by competition barbecue cooks. Texas-based, 100% made in the USA. Products have won hundreds of industry awards. You ever heard of the American Royal? Wins there a lot. Here's a new product from Suckle Busters that I've been talking about for months. Honey barbecue glaze and finishing sauce. That's right. Based on Suckle Busters' award-winning honey barbecue sauce, this particular one is a thin barbecue glaze and finishing sauce made especially for competition ribs and chicken. It is super sweet, not spicy. It is super red, though, because they use a special American paprika for bright red color. Brush it on the last 5 to 10 minutes of cooking. Here's what it's going to do. It's going to leave a glossy red sheen on the meat, add an extra layer of sweet flavor. Basically, it's going to take those competition chicken and ribs to a whole nother level. Like, that's the catchphrase, whole nother level. Where is it available, you say? Good question. At local barbecue stores everywhere or online at the website, sucklebusters.com. You can shoot Dan Arnold, the president of Sucklebusters, an email, sales at sucklebusters.com. You can give him a call and talk about it, 972-393-9509. If you would like to try a bottle for free, shoot me an email, and in the subject line put BS Barbecue Award. BS Bravo Sierra BBQ Award. You yourself can win a Suckle Busters Honey Barbecue Glaze and Finishing Sauce bottle for free. Do it. You know you want to try it. And then after that, go on over to SuckleBusters.com and view all the other products. Dan Arnold is going to be on next week, and uh, he's actually supposed to be on tonight, but he's so busy. He's literally inundated with orders. So, 
He uh, possibly will be coming out next week, but we'll, you know, we'll see about that because he's got new rubs coming out, which uh, I either have in my mitts or I'm getting them. If I have them, I'll bring them on the show and we'll show them off. All right, uh, it is time to win. Get on the phone, 216-220-0966. Can a freshman say it for an iGrill 2? You tell me. We're back to play right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. Broadcasting live from the Barbecue Central Radio Network studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rempe. All right, welcome back. Uh, This portion of the Barbecue Central show is being brought to you by iGrill. Makers of the most advanced Bluetooth grilling thermometers out there on the market. You can monitor the temperature of whatever you're cooking up to 150 feet away using your iOS or Android device. If you go to iDevicesInc.com, you can get 15% off if you use promo code CENTRAL. But right now, you can win an iGrill 2, believe it or not. So... Let's, uh, we do have a caller on the line here, so that's good. Sorry. So let me get everything going. Hold on one second. Here we go. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of Can a Freshman Say It, everybody? Yeah. Hey, thanks for coming. Thanks for coming, everybody. Uh, this is a game show where we're going to ask a lucky caller who's on the line, by the way. Three, uh, we're going to ask her questions. Can a freshman say a particular set of words? And if this person can answer three of five correctly, you're going to win an iGrill 2. Wow. That's great. Very, very exciting. All right. So without further ado, let's go ahead and meet the contestant on the line right now. Go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself. Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, I'm Sylvie Curry, lady of two. What can I say about myself? Um, I'm an avid barbecue competitor, competitor, and love your show. All right, very good. Are you ready to play tonight, Sylvie? I'm ready to play. All right, here we go. Let's play. Very excited. Uh, Sylvie, of course, you uh, you do know the rules, correct? I do. All right, so you got to get got to get three out of five, and uh, they the words have to be said correctly. So uh, don't get fooled by the intricacies of the freshman mind, which can be uh, mind-boggling sometimes. Nevertheless, uh, here okay. we go. First question, or should I say, first word? Can a freshman, Sylvie, say the word Antarctic? Antarctic. Now remember, a lot of people like Uh, to say Antarctic, which is not correct. So can they say Antarctic? No. Right. Sylvie says no for Antarctic. Let's go to the pronunciation and see 
how the freshman answers. Give me Antarctic. Antarctic. Ooh. <laughs> well, that happens. That's all right. Now you have the mind of a freshman uh, underneath. You got some experience there, Sylvie. So let's go ahead and get to the next question. The second question, Sylvie, uh-huh. or the second word, is lambaste. As in, give me those chicken fingers or I will lambaste you with lefts and rights. I'll say yes. I'm going to say yes. We'll lock Sylvie in for yes. The word is lambaste. Let's see if the freshman can say lambaste. Lambaste. No. Oh, no. All right. Well, uh, we can keep going. Sylvie, of course, like them, you are a uh, mathematician, so you know you got to get the next three in a row in order to That's... pull off the big win here. You ready to go? I'm ready. All right. Here we go. The third word is library. The place one goes to get books or study. Library. Not library. Library. That's a freshman in high school, Sylvie. What do you think? No. The answer is no. Okay, let's lock you in on no. You need this one to move on, Sylvie. Okay. What does the freshman say? Library. Oh, no! (laughs) I'm sorry, Sylvie. That's going to be it for Sylvie tonight. Oh, no! We suck again! All right. Nevertheless, we do have another contestant on the line. Hold on. We have another contestant on the line. We did. We were right there. No, we don't. Uh Uh-oh. My phone is going crazy. All right, well, if they're going to call back in, they'll call back in. Who knows? So Sylvie was out in the first three. So let me clear those out. Okay, we do have the caller on the line. Stay right there. Clear these words out. Oh, boy. Come on, come on. The production value here is high, but the minute you screw up, I mean, that's it, right? All right, uh, name, uh, or go ahead and uh, tell us about yourself, Cole. Yeah, well, hello, hello, this is uh, Dan from Matula. Oh, boy. Danny! Dan, uh, hold on. Let me stop the show here just for one second. Okay. Folks, for the people that are listening here, you are in for a treat. Can... One of the most uh, infamous callers of the show, Dan from Wachula, has made it back in. And to play, uh, a, to play the game, Dan? Sure, but geez, you made my cheeks all red. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, Dan. Uh, <clears throat> do, you, uh, do, you, do you know how the game is played? I, I, of course I know how the game is played. All right. I mean, the game we're playing... I listen every Tuesday. Okay, so uh, I'm going to ask you questions, uh, words that a freshman may or may not be able to say. So uh, here we go. Let's go to word number one, Dan. Remember, this is for a free eye grill, too. Okay. And here's the first word. Do you think a freshman in high school, Dan, can say federal? 
like federal government or federal agent? Federal, like federal cat or federal... Right, like federal. federal. Yes, I think think a freshman could say federal. Federal, okay. We'll lock you in on yes. And we'll go to the enunciation or pronunciation and see if the freshman can say federal. Give me federal. Federal. Uh Uh-oh. No. All right, so we're uh, well, over. Well, how can that be? Well, she said federal. It's federal. You got to say well, that's it. That's okay. It's just she's adding a syllable. I know, of course. But this is how the game is played. All right, question number two, Dan. Well, are you ready? Are you ready, Dan? All right. Here I'm, we go. I'm ready. Uh, by the way, I yeah. like that wood look in the back. You like, is you, Dan, do you like wood? I, I... No? Okay. I Here's the next question, Dan. Or the next word, mm-hmm. I apologize. Uh, mm-hmm. Dilate, like pupils. Dilate. Can a freshman say dilate? Yes. Okay. We will lock you in. And yes, let's go to the answer and hear if the freshman can say dilate. Dilate. Uh oh. Dan, <laughs> 0 for 2. Okay, so can we bring Meathead back on? Because I like that part where he says the size of the meat doesn't make any difference. <laughs> Dan, are you ready for the third word? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Dan, you got to get this. Dan, you got to get this one right in order to keep moving on. Okay. Or as you would say, keep moving up. This isn't as much fun as I thought it would be. That's what she said. All right, uh, Dan. We're uh, 0 for 2. The next word is caucus. Can a freshman look at and say caucus? No. No. Or not. All right. No. You need this one to stay alive, Dan. We will go to the pronunciation. Show me caucus. Caucus? Oh, no. Dan, that's it. Dan, you have I any? thought she said it. I think she said it okay. Play it again. Caucus? That's exactly oh. what she said. Caucus. Oh, okay. Sorry. Dan, what do you have to say for yourself, Dan? Well, I have a lot I could say, but I, I, I would like to hear more about Meathead and his meat. Thank you, Dan. <laughs> Thank you, Dan. Uh-oh. Dan always looking for meat jokes. All right. Uh, caucus was a tricky word. By the way, let me just mention, I, out of the woodwork, Dan from Wachula. Come on, Dan. Don't be a stranger to the show. Don't be a stranger to the show, Dan. Everybody loves uh, Dan. All right. We got a new contestant on the line. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Doug Shiding from Texas. All right. Mr. Rogue himself. Rogue is in the house. Right. Rogue is in the house. All right. Uh, Dougie, you know how to play the show, right? Love it. This is a great game. All right. Here we go. Are you ready? Ready. Here we go. 
You got a big, uh, big cheering section in the chat room tonight, Doug. So good luck to you. No pressure. No pressure at all. Because, uh, you know, we're only kind of trying to get into the inner workings of a freshman's mind of high school. I mean, forget about it. It's so easy. All right, uh, Doug, the first word is cavalry. Yes or no on ne- cavalry? Negative. She's not. No way. All right. No way. All right. No. Let's mark Doug in for a no. And we go to the pronunciation. Show me Cavalry. Calvary. Oh, you wait, wait. I'm sorry. You are right. Look at this guy. Doug is off to a fabulous start. Let's keep the momentum rolling here. One for one. Doug obviously knows his freshman. Second word here, Dougie. Especially. Can a freshman say especially? I would hope so, yes. All right. Now, remember, she's reading the words. And, of course, uh, I know a ton of people that like to say especially, and it drives me up the wall. So we lock you in for, you said yes, correct? Yes. All right. I would hope so. Locking you in for especially. This makes two for two if you get it. We go to the pronunciation for the answer. Show me especially. Especially. Oh, look at this guy. Dougie is bringing it strong. That was two for two. You are one question away from winning the iGrill 2, which is graciously donated by iDevicesInc.com. And don't forget, next week is our last week of iGrill 2 giveaways. All right, so it's basically all coming down to this. If you can uh, make the clean sweep, you're in and out uh, very quickly. In and out. Uh, Dan loves to be in and out, by the way. Dan from Wachula. Shout out. Uh, here's the last word. Now, if you get if you miss this one, obviously you have two more to make up to, uh, to get to the three, but you're uh, two for two currently. Here's your third word, Doug. Can a freshman in high school say the word espresso? Like a strong coffee that you get at Starbucks or your local barista? Espresso. I would say yes. All right, you're going to say yes. I will caution you, of course, that uh, just like especially, people love to say espresso for no apparent reason. And she is reading espresso. So I'm following your line of logic. We're uh, locking you in for a yes. She should be reading espresso because she is seeing espresso. For the win... Give me espresso. Espresso? Oh, no! What what are these freshmen thinking, Doug, for crying out loud? I knew it. She is a tricky character. All right, well, it's only one against. And uh, we keep moving on. Tricky, right? (laughs) Yeah, that was. That's right. All right, uh, Doug, the next question or word, I'm sorry, is February. Like the month after January and before March. February. Could a freshman say it? February. She's got to say yes. All right. Yeah. Now remember, February, not February. Oh, I'm going to say, can I change my answer then? Yes, we haven't locked you in yet. Okay, I'm going to say no. All right, no to February. We go to the pronunciation. For the eye grill, too. Give me February. 
February. Oh, no. <laughs> Look what she's done. She's evened the score on you, Doug. Too wrong. Too... That was close. Too right. I can't believe I'm going to say that. It's all coming down to the last one here. <laughs> the drama is building bigger than any competition of barbecue you've ever been in for an eye grill, too, no less. $100. A $100 uh, gift, by the way, from iDevicesInc.com. Here we go, Doug. The fifth word for the prize, if you can get it right. Height, as in how tall you are. Height. Can a freshman say height? Oh, the wheels are turning. I can hear it. You're trying to outthink the freshman, aren't you? Oh, my. Very dangerous. Yeah. All right. We uh, lock you in at yes. That down. All right. This is it for all the marbles. And the iGrill 2 by iDevicesInc.com. Show me height. Height. Hey, there he is. It is Doug Shining from Row Cookers bringing it all the way to the very end, by the way. A, a master of high dramas, Doug Shining. A world champion barbecue cook at that. So, uh, Doug, all you need to do is uh, shoot me your shipping info, and I will go ahead and send that out to you because I have them in hand. So, as you well know, it could take a couple days before it actually gets out to you. But I'm going to do it. I swear I'm going to do it. And uh, thank you for playing tonight, Doug. I appreciate it. Thank you, Greg. You appreciate it. it. Give everybody a big hand. Doug coming through in clutch fashion. Thanks again to the great folks over at iGrill for the iGrill 2. iDevicesInc.com is the website. And you don't have to wait until next week because you're a cheap bastard to go get an iGrill 2. You can go right to iDevicesInc.com and get yours. We'll see you back one more time for Can a Freshman Say It next week. Until then, I am your Can a Freshman Say It host, Greg Rempe, saying so long, everybody. All right, so uh, congratulations to Doug Chiding for really bringing it strong. So, uh, again, Doug, shoot me your shipping information and i will be getting you the iGrill 2 uh, right from my uh, particular house so there you go and the winner of the uh suckle buster sauce is paul i'm sorry if i'm mispronouncing this paul uh, paul crotz or paul crotz one or the other. Paul, uh, shoot me your shipping information if you're listening. If not, I'll uh, shoot you an email here after the show concludes. And we will uh, get you all set up with the Suckle Buster sauce that you're really going to enjoy. By the way, if you do go over to the uh, Suckle Busters website, if you like some sweet heat sauce, but not overly sweet, like candy, uh, check out the peach sauce. I mean, the peach sauce is really good. Uh, typically, when Dan is giving away the sauce, he's also you know sticking some extra goodies in the bag there for you to try out. But you know, take it from me as somebody who is very picky about the sauces, as I say each and every week. 
the peach barbecue sauce that Sucklebusters is offering is absolutely stupendous. So try it out and let me know what you think. Um, thanks again to the great folks over at iGrill for the giveaway on the show here uh, for the last two weeks and coming up next week as well. Those are the iGrill 2s. You can check them out at iGrill, or I'm sorry, iDevicesInc.com. Uh, those are running about 100 bucks retail, so we're giving away $300 worth of stuff just from them. And who knows what else is going to be given away here over the course of the next two to three weeks. Remember, it is the month of giveaways here on the show. Oh, yeah. Gotta love it. Speaking of things that you have to love, and if you don't have one, you got to get one. It's the Chopped Power Injector System. The National Barbecue Association 2015 Barbecue Tool of the Year. Come in three awesome sizes to fit your injecting needs. From the backyard cooks to the caterers to the restaurant chefs, there is a power injector right from you. Each of their patent-pending CHOPS power injector system features not one, not two, but four needles evenly spaced at the perfect distance for even injecting. It also comes with three plug screws so you can use fewer needles or change your spacing to get around the bones. It's versatility, folks. Let's break it down a little. Let me tell you about each one. The number one seller, of course, is the half-gallon CHOPS power injector system. It's designed for the competition or the backyard warrior guy, just like me. Easy, easy to use. Clean it, fill it, pump it, and off you go. If you just have one brisket or pork shoulder to do, you don't need to fill it up all the way. Just put in what you need. It'll use it all. comes with 14-gauge needles, two replacement plastic needle adapters, three plug screws, and a needle protector. It's 100 bucks plus shipping anywhere. We're going to give one of those away as well here over the next couple weeks. Then you have the one-gallon chops power injector system designed for the catering and bigger jobs that holds double the amount of the half-gallon. Some use it in competitions, like when you're cooking the MBN whole hog, or maybe you're going to do 10 shoulders just to get a perfect one. It comes with 14-gauge needles, two replacement plastic needle adapters, three plug screws, a needle protector. This one's 120 bucks plus shipping anywhere. The newest one, the Chops Full Power Injector System. It's, the, it's electric. It's the commercial and competition Big Daddy. It's not a holding tank like the other two, but it's a three-and-a-half-foot pickup tube that you can put in any size container. That's right, from a few ounces to a 55-gallon drum. It was originally designed for Chef Rob at the best barbecue restaurant in Kansas City, and he has said time and time again that with the Chopsville Power Injector System, his briskets are better than ever. It comes with metal needle adapters, 14-gauge needles, 3-inch, 12-gauge needles, 2-inch, 11.5-gauge needles, 3-plug screws, and a needle protector. This one's $325, plus your shipping anywhere. A number of the top pit masters in the world are using Chops Power Injector Systems every day to make their barbecue better than the rest because here's the thing, right? I say it each and every week. We live in a foodie world now that requires flavor in every bite. Here's how you do it and do it fast, and it's not just for meat. You can inject alcohol into your fruit if you want to. Every injector is hand-assembled in Kansas City, Missouri, USA. And as I said before, if you go to BarbecueKansasCity.com, and that's B-A-R-B-E-Q-U-E, BarbecueKansasCity.com, drop Dan Uladal an email and tell him you want whatever Chops Power Injector System and you want the free shipping per Barbecue Central or per Greg Rempe or per Greg Rempe at Barbecue Central or say I heard it on the radio show and you're going to get free shipping. Doesn't get any better than that. You're going to be saving, you know, what, 15, 20 bucks or whatever it is to ship these things. Again, mention in the email at your order that you heard about free shipping on the Barbecue Central show. All right, we're back with Scott Roberts right after this. Stick around. Be right back.
Smoke. Call 877-448-0433 to get on the air. Now, here's your host, Greg Rempe. All right, welcome back. This portion of the show is also brought to you by iGrill. That's right, Bluetooth technology freeing you up from the grill or cooker to do whatever it is you need to get done. Looking for a great holiday gift? This is it. I bought one for my dad a couple months ago. He loves it. He's always sending me pictures of the iGrill in action and finished product, internal temps, and so forth. And, you know, he's a gadget guy, so he loves looking at the iGrill on his smartphone, too. He's an iOS guy. I'm an Android guy myself. But it works on either. Go to iDevicesInc.com and use promo code CENTRAL at checkout iDevicesInc.com. Uh, again, those iGrill 2s that we're giving away are right around 100 bucks. So uh, let's race over to the hotline and welcome the official Barbecue Central show, Sauce and Rub Reviewer, back to the show. It is Scott Roberts, my friend. Scott, how are you, buddy? Fantastic. It's been way too oh, long. I know. I mean, what what goes on with us, Scott? We had a, a raging love affair for however long, and then all of a sudden we started to lose touch a little bit and I'm like, man, what am I missing? Oh, it's the sauce and the rub reviews. And we touch base again. And it's like, ah, let's do it again. I feel like we're like lovers that are headed for a divorce or something. Oh, I don't think it was that bad. I oh. think we just uh, took a little vacation yeah, or something. That's right. I don't see it as anything detrimental. We needed to like, just have a little time apart to fall back in love with each other again or something along these lines. Uh, something like that. Yeah, we'll go right. with that. Okay, let's do that. Uh, Scott Roberts is found on the web at scottrobertsweb.com. Uh, he is the ill-reputed master and zen of uh, everything that's hot and spicy. So before we get into the rubs and the sauces here, Scott, uh, any you know breaking news or important news in the world of fiery foods as the year starts to wrap up? I would say no breaking news, nothing important to kind of close the year off with. It's been a, a pretty good year overall. Nothing – it's just uh, more of the proliferation of fiery foods everywhere. You see ghost pepper everywhere now. M- mo- a lot of people are actually hearing about uh, – scorpion chilies and reaper chilies and it's just becoming bigger and bigger it's just more accepted by the general populace now so with the use of word like in the barbecue industry you hear a lot of like buzzwords but when you actually start to break it down and do a little investigating maybe it's not as legitimate or authentic as the words or the billing seems to be uh are you finding the same thing over in the fiery foods world or is it fairly legitimate all the way around uh, it's kind of half and half. I mean, you know, sometimes it is just a lot of buzz, a lot of hype about stuff. Uh, but, you know, I'm always one to kind of break things down, see if there's, you know, a level of BS covering anything. And there are a lot of good, legitimate things coming out. So I'm not, you know, seeing it all as just a bunch of hype to kind of ignore. All right, uh, Scott Roberts joining us here on the show. He is the Barbecue Central Show's official sauce and rub reviewer. And the first item that we're going to be talking about tonight is the Sam and Oliver Molten Gold Mustard Barbecue Sauce. Yes, this is uh, from a fairly new company called Sam and Oliver. They make uh, uh, hot sauces as well. Uh, I think this is their kind of first venture into a barbecue sauce. Now, when it comes to a mustard barbecue sauce, not my biggest thing. I will go towards more of a uh, kind of sweet and rich, maybe tomatoy, a little peppery. I would say kind of a blend between maybe Texas style, Kansas City style, something like that. But a really good sweet and actually a little 
spicy mustard style sauce. I'll go for that every now and then. This particular sauce, um, for better or worse, to me is not a mustard style barbecue sauce. To oh. me, it's a straight ahead mustard with just a few spices added. It's very, very uh, tart and vinegary in tone. So if you kind of love your mustards like that, then you know pour it all over your meat. It, it should do fine that way. If you want complexity, if you want richness, sweetness from a mustard-style sauce, this kind of misses the mark in that regard. When you now, taste it originally, here's how I can differentiate my mustard sauce or how my palate does it. If I taste it and it's like, as you're talking about a straight-ahead mustard, my first thought is, this would go really good with a pretzel and beer. And if it's a more complex and, and depth of flavor mustard sauce, I'm like, oh, this might go good on pulled pork or, you know, think about mm-hmm. something a little bit more intricate in preparation versus pretzels out of the bag. I'd say this is pretzels out of the bag, hot dogs, bratwurst, maybe even smoked sausage, that type of thing. That's immediately what my taste buds kind of expect out of something like this. I would say it's not like a pulled pork type thing. If you want to mix in other sauces, anything like that with it to kind of achieve that, you know, be my guess. But it is not that type of thing. It's good for what it is, a nice tart, vinegary type mustard with a a little bit of a – a black pepper taste. I think I got a little bit of that too, but it's not too bad overall. I, I can't really knock it. Um, if, if you see this and you're wanting a uh, probably more of a traditional mustard barbecue sauce, this misses the mark, but this is pretty decent as a mustard. All right. Uh, where can you get it? How much do you get when you buy it and how much is it? Okay, you can find it at samandoliver.com. It comes in a 16-ounce bottle here for $7.99 plus shipping and handling from the interwebs there. And I would say my overall rating for this would be a backyard griller. All right, so not the worst, not the best, but uh, maybe if you if you stumble across it at a store or something and you're looking to go down those mustard lines, uh, probably wouldn't mm-hmm. be, you know, a, it's a pretty good QPR otherwise. I would say so, yeah. It, it definitely has its uses, and once you find them, it, it should please you. All right. Uh, the next one up is Dat's Nice Barbecue Sauce, and that's D-A-T-S, Dat's Nice Barbecue Sauce. What can you tell us about this one? Yeah, Dat's Nice is a great company out of St. Augustine, Florida. Of course, it uses the Dattle pepper, very famously grown and originating from that area of Florida. Uh, they make all kinds of great Dattle pepper uh, sauces and ketchups and uh, things like that. And if you, you're not un- familiar with it, it's kind of hard to describe. It's a little sweet in a peppery type way, but you do get a little bit of that earthy chili pepper flavor. Daddle, in my opinion, is kind of like a medium heat pepper. You get this mixed in there. The pepper definitely dominates the flavor. You, you get the sweetness of a ketchupy uh, barbecue sauce, but uh, the daddle pepper. Uh, and that kind of blustery uh, heat, that earthy, natural flavor definitely takes the center stage in that regard. And I, I love it. It's a great product. Uh, goes well with beef and pulled pork. Uh, I haven't tried it with ribs yet. Uh, this bottle would be gone if I would. Uh, but I, I would say it's a great start to uh, some – Really peppery barbecue excursions if you want to try something like this if you're a chili head. Now, it's not overly spicy. It's not going to completely set your mouth on fire, but it does have that heat on the back end if you like that. So what kind of like a daddle pepper would be heat-wise comparable to jalapeno or habanero or not even a poblano or nothing of those sorts? 
I would say it, it's between the jalapeno and a, a habanero. It's it's kind of in there. Oh boy, you know, I have the Scoville skill chart on my site, and I'm kind of drawing a blank exactly where the daddle would be. It, it's a little hotter. You know, I'd probably say about uh, fifty thousand Scoville units. It doesn't use that much of a heat if that kind of scares you. Uh, but you definitely do get the spiciness, more important, the flavor of the daddle pepper. And it's really, really good. All right. Uh, where can you get it? How much you getting? And how much you spend it? Okay. The website is that's nice hot sauce.com. Of course, D A T S, that's nice hot sauce.com. Comes in this 12 ounce bottle for $7.49 plus shipping. Uh, great deal. This one I would give a top 10 call to. Really? All right. Top yeah, 10. really good. Price. You seem very happy with it, so that's always good. When you're happy with the mm-hmm. sauce that we're reviewing, it, you know, it kind of pushes people to, to check it out a little bit more. Uh, so that's that's nice barbecue sauce. And uh, rounding out the uh, top three here, or the three that we're reviewing tonight, Millie's Sweet and Tasty Barbecue Sauce. Uh, what can you tell us about this one? Okay, if you're a fan of the traditional Kansas City-style sauce, really rich molasses, brown sugar, overly sweet, this delivers that in truckloads. I can kind of take that in small amounts. Uh, I, 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 I tend to gravitate that towards whenever I'm mixing sauces or creating things of my own, but this really takes it to an extreme. So it's um, you know your traditional things. Chicken is good. Pulled pork, it's good. Uh, but it didn't wow me. It didn't really kind of break out from the rest of the pack when it comes to similar sauces. So something like this, it's good. You know, I wouldn't complain about it. You know, and, and you know you can always add little things like a little bit more vinegar. Uh, you can even add like a you know a, a couple probably tablespoons of hot sauce to it to kind of. Uh, Modified, modified of flavor, add a little bit of spiciness to it. This does not have any spiciness at all. Uh, but again, it's it's really rich, tomatoey sauce, and not exactly my cup of tea, but it's decent. So it's I not, really can't complain. It's not too sweet where you you feel like you're chewing on some type of a sugar crystallization situation or anything like that. Not quite, but it kind of gets there. So it's uh, it's definitely for those palates that are kind of used to that and wanting that. Maybe more of uh, the non-barbecue fans, the so people who will go to a McDonald's and dip their chicken nuggets in that super sweet sauce. This is probably more like a gourmet version of that, and, and that's by no means an insult to it. But it's a little bit better in that regard. But think of it kind of the same vein. Yeah, and it sounds like it could work. Really well as a base sauce, like uh, you know, for instance, in the competition scene, you know, everybody that her mother is using uh, Blues Hog original Blues Hog, in some yeah. form or fashion. But then you know, a lot of people are cutting it with this, or a lot of people are cutting it with that. Because to me, original Blues Hog is way sweet. That's almost like that sugar crystallization thing that I was talking about. And I'm mm-hmm. a much bigger fan of the Blues Hog red sauce, which is thinner. You know, but mm-hmm. I'm more vinegar guy. I know. I think you're kind of in, in a similar palate uh, when it comes to barbecue sauces. I am so. You know, if I'm going to be using the blue bottle, it's going to be cut with something, or I'm going to add a, a little bit more of a, of a vinegar situation to it than I would be just straight out of the bottle. So uh, in regards to the Millie's Sweet and Tasty Barbecue Sauce, uh, where can you get it, how much you get of it, and how much you spend it? Okay. Well, you can find it at Millie's Barbecue Sauce, and it's spelled uh, B-A-R-B-E-C-U-E, the, the, the whole word barbecue with the C. Millie'sBarbecueSauce.com. It's actually a pretty good deal, an 18-ounce jar for 6 bucks. 
So it's it's kind of like what you mentioned with the Blues Hog. If you want to add a little bit of something to it, you can probably stretch it out and make a pretty decent sauce. Unlike Blues Hog, I think that has a pretty good base flavor. This just doesn't really reach that threshold of being uh, an excellent sauce. So this one, I would say it's somewhere between being an oven baker and a backyard griller, maybe like a, a two and a half out of five, somewhere in that zone. All right, so a, a little bit under the uh, the Sam and Oliver Molten Gold Mustard Barbecue Sauce, which was a backyard griller. Yeah, yeah. So it's I give it a really mild recommendation. You could easily make it better. So in that regard, I think you can improve it and – I could probably recommend it a little bit more, but it's 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 something by itself, a little bit too sweet, a little bit maybe too pedestrian for my tongue. All right. So, uh, Scott, with the couple minutes that we have left, and I, and I meant to ask you to take a look, but out of all of the reviews that we did this year, and I think, you know, for the first probably six or seven months, we were pretty good at hitting it once a month. Was there a, one sauce or, or two sauces that really stood out? as being champions this year and that you want to kind of keep around the Roberts household? I think uh, you probably should have said something to me. I don't even remember what I had reviewed. It's been years if they haven't been keeping track since August, I think. So it's been a while, but I will go back in the archives. And next month when I am on your show, I will give what I thought were the top products you know both in rubs and barbecue sauces all right we'll do that uh and then in the meantime if you want to check out scott roberts you can visit his website scottrobertsweb.com uh he is also a voiceover artist as well so if you're looking to uh, get some work done uh he's got a magical voice and all the processing equipment and all that good stuff so he can produce what you're looking for uh, and you can link over to that scott roberts web as well scott always appreciate the time and uh i will hold you to it next month we're going to be crowning uh you know your favorites of this past year of 2015 and we're going to do that in 2016 if you can believe it oh it's crazy but i'm looking forward to it, greg all right Thanks. there he is scott roberts ladies and gentlemen from scottrobertsweb.com he is the fiery foods expert and uh this, I have to say, you know, for all of the years that Scott has been on the show and that we've been doing the uh, sauce and rub reviews, uh, his industry or his main industry of uh, being fiery foods has had a lot of goings on. And this year it's been very low key and just not a lot of things happening, I guess. So, you know, what can I tell you? Um, Paul did send me his shipping information, so thank you, Paul. You're going to get that sauce from Suckle Busters, and you're going to enjoy it. And Doug Shiding is in. February was close, that's right, but she did say February because as much as she did not say espresso properly, I try and coach my kids. Uh, we'll have the sauce and rub winners, the sauce and rub winners of 2015 next month with Scott when we have him back on. So looking forward to that. Get your pens and pencils ready for that one because you're going to want to uh, hook up with what he thinks is the winning combination for sauces and rubs of uh, this calendar year. All right. Let me talk to you about Cook Shack. Need a great gift idea for someone special in your life? Yeah. How about a Cook Shack smoker or pellet grill? 
now until December 15th. That's just a couple days away. Take advantage of the sale when you can get 10% off the list price of any Cookshack residential electric smoker, Fast Eddie's by Cookshack FEC 100 pellet-fired smoker, or the pellet grills, PG 500 and 1000. That's a savings of up to 470 bucks if you're counting. The Smokehead, the Smokehead Elite, the Super Smoker Elite, the AmeriQ are electric smokers that make it easy to add real wood smoke to your foods. Optimal meat probe available on most units. They are inexpensive to operate, energy efficient. Loads of Cook Shack's electric smokers in the morning before you go to work and return home to barbecue that is moist, succulent, and delicious. It's that simple. The Fast Eddies by Cook Shack, the PG-1500 feature grill feature, I'm sorry, Features pellet grills with four-zone cooking and pellet broiler technology. Use the pellet grill to sear direct up to 800 degrees Fahrenheit. Smoke low and slow on the indirect side. Cold smoke, keep food warm in the warming tray. These versatile units are solidly built of stainless steel with commercial-grade quality and outdoor-rated electrical. Stainless steel workhorse, the FEC 100 is a pellet smoker that is the choice of many competition teams right now and their championship pitmasters. It features the IQ5 controller to smoke, cook, and rest your smoked foods. Guaranteed to hold enough barbecue for all your family and friends to order online. Use the promo code JOLLY, J-O-L-L-Y, at checkout when you visit cookshack.com or call them 800-423-0698 and tell a friendly sales member you want the Jolly deal that you heard about here on the Barbecue Central Show. That's J-O-L-L-Y, Jolly. With a Cook Shack smoker or pellet grill, you can celebrate barbecue every day. Hurry, because this deal ends Tuesday, December 15th. That's next Tuesday, a couple days from now. From all the folks at Cook Shack, happy Jolly Holidays. Again, the code, if you go to CookShack.com, is Jolly, Jolly, promo code Jolly, or mention Jolly when you call them, 800-423-0698. Tell them you heard about the Jolly deal on the Barbecue Central show. Perfect. Let's wrap up this show. When we come back from the break, stick around. Be right back. Big name interviews, advice on cooking brisket and ribs, and the only host willing to share his honest opinion on all things important in the world of barbecue. It's the Barbecue Central Show. Welcome back. Thanks again to Scott Roberts for rejoining the show, the official sauce and rub reviewer of said show. If you just are tuning in now, Scott will have his best of 2015 next month when we rejoin and revisit. So you want to be sure to tune in for that one live. If you can't tune in live, you can always get the show and podcast. Doug Scheiding won the iGrill 2 with, can a freshman say it, taking it all the way down to the wire. Question number five proves him to be a winner. Uh, Paul Kratz or Croats is winning the Suckle Busters. So there you go. Let's go ahead and uh, get ready to wrap up. All the way back in the first hour, we had Meathead on. We talked about roast and beef roast and prime rib. He also gave the AmazingRibs.com recommendations on gifts for the holiday season. Got a couple weeks left. So if you are a procrastinator extraordinaire, give some consideration to the products that he mentioned. They might serve you or your gift recipient well. In the second hour, we played Can a Freshman Say It? 
We just talked about that. Doug Scheiding from Road Cookers winning the iGrill 2. Thanks to the folks at iGrill for donating three iGrill 2s, retailing at about 100 bucks per. iDevicesInc.com is that website. If you visit and buy, don't forget to use promo code CENTRAL for a savings. And then we ended the show with Scott Roberts from scottrobertsweb.com. He is the official barbecue sauce and barbecue rub reviewer of the Barbecue Central Show. He talked about Sam and Oliver Molten Gold Mustard Barbecue Sauce, Dat's Nice Barbecue Sauce, and Millie's Sweet and Tasty Barbecue Sauce. If you want any information on those, email me, greg at thebbqcentralshow.com. And I'll make sure I get you those links if you miss them in the podcast or the live site. All right, it is Thursday ending. We will be back in four short days to do and resume the regular Tuesday show. Stephen Reichlin is in. Trey. Amongst a host of others. To include a very special pit maker that you're going to want to tune in because his idea is absolutely fantastic. It's been six years since we've had him on. He's making a triumphant return. The Karuba Q will be on. Wow. Sam Zion, Sam the Cooking Guy, will be in in two weeks' time on the 22nd. Wow. We're packed and loaded. All right. Until next Tuesday, September 11, 2001, I will never forget. We'll see you in just a few short days on uh, Tuesday, the, what is that, 15th? Yeah. This is your program host and proud U.S. American, Greg Rempe. Good night now.